Joining us on the line is Andrew Pyle. He's with the Pyle Group's Social Wealth Management, our resident economist. And Andrew, looking at the, this is pretty much a year into uh, into the pandemic. Uh, how do things look? How do we sort of chart that course over a year in terms of the economy? Well, this has been crazy, John and Mel, in terms of you know the fact that it has been a year. Uh, and I, in fact, this week, uh, the 20th of March last year, was when equity markets around the world, including Canada's, uh, basically hit rock bottom after the tremendous sell-off that we saw attached to the pandemic and obviously the fact that we were shutting down uh, large swaths of the economy to deal with it. And, you know, John, I was talking to someone last week and they said, you know, you know, this time last year, like, what were we talking about? And I mean, you and I were talking about this as well, that, you know, people were just fear-stricken mm-hmm. that what, what is going to happen to me health-wise, obviously, and what is going to happen to me financially in the economy? You know, like, what, what is things going to look like a year from now? And I don't think anyone, John, was really thinking things would be okay. Uh, people were largely very, very scared. And in fact, what's amazing, John and Mel, is that, you know, we've now seen in the space of a year the wealth of Canadians, the, the net worth of Canadian households, up over about nine percent from this time last year, which is which is startling. We're we're now looking at net worth uh, at record highs, and no one would have would have anticipated that. Yeah, I think you know. I mean, I remember the conversations early on where, well, hopefully it doesn't last that long. How long can we go before the economy collapses? Uh, you know, many people suspected if it was a year, we'd be in complete ruin. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, let's not kid ourselves. There, there are large parts of the economy that are still feeling immense pain. A lot of people that are still feeling immense pain, and 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 not every part of this economy uh, has gotten back. But you know, the fact that the housing market, and again, think back to last year, John, people were predicting the housing market was going to collapse in Canada, and we've now got you know the housing market on fire, like home prices reaching record highs. Um, you know, people thought that you know, con- consumers would never spend. Well, you know, the fact of the matter is a lot of consumer spending that we do, you know, is still down. We don't spend as much on clothing because we don't have to. Right. Um, we haven't got as many haircuts. You know, haircuts over the last year are down about $60 billion. Um, but take a look at everything else, like building materials, like garden equipment, mm. um, you know, grocery stores. I mean, the sales are up. So retail spending in Canada uh, did not collapse. Uh, over the course of a year, and in fact, you know, it's still doing pretty well. Now, their governments certainly are owned, but governments globally have been investing and investing and investing and investing to keep the economy going. At what point do we have to go, whoops, uh, we've been running a bit of a deficit here, we're going to pay that back. When will that come back to bite us? Well, you know, there's been a big debate on that, John, like how long does that take? I've been saying for a while that you know, this is this is fine now. Governments are fully in support of, of the recovery. Uh, central banks, I mean, last mm-hmm. week the Bank of Canada came out and said, you know, basically that it still needs to be here for us. It is going to keep rates low. It is going to continue buying bonds in the open market to make sure that bond yields don't go up um, because of the employment situation is, is so bad. What happens on Friday morning? Canadian employment numbers come out, John. And they're up 250,000 in the month of February. It was like three times what economists were predicting. And it was almost like, you know, did you not think that was going to happen? So you're absolutely right. I think if this 
you know, good news, because that's what this is. I mean, this is mm-hmm. great news. If that great news continues and, in fact, gets even better, I think at some point, you know, the flip side problem is going to occur where governments are going to say, we don't need to provide this much support. Uh, central banks may not need to keep rates low. Uh, and then the other question, which we're talking about this morning, in fact, with respect to the states, when do taxes start going up? Because at some point, you would imagine someone's got to pay for all the deficit spending that's gone on in the last 12 months. Is that going to hurt the economy? So these are, I think, going to be the big questions, John, going forward. For now, looking back over this last year, I think what you and I can both say is that it could have been a heck of a lot worse. Yeah, absolutely. If folks want to investigate more about this topic, just sort of looking over the last year, uh, you've got some great information on your website and you do a newsletter and webinars too. Yeah, absolutely, John. So they can go to our website at pilegroup.ca. Our newsletters get posted every Friday afternoon. Uh, We do a conference call. In fact, this coming Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, we'll be hosting our bi-weekly conference call. And we're actually going to spend a lot of time talking about what you and I just talked about, just what are things looking like in Canada now and what's the outlook for financial markets. Andrew Pyle from the Pyle Group, Social Wealth Management. Thank you for joining us here on Talk of the Town. Thank you, John and Mel. You guys have a great week.